You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Josh Swallows, Josh Swallows, Josh Swallows, Broadway! Josh Swallows, Josh Swallows, Josh Swallows, Josh Swallows, Broadway! Hi, everybody! Sorry, we're So good. Well. So good. Oh so my good. <laughs> Everything's fine, really. <laughs> yeah, I know. Even my cats are fucking drinking at this point. <laughs> oh, God. I miss you guys so fucking much. You too, buddy. You know what I did today? <laughs> I could guess. What? What are you guessing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> That's not true. Fuck you. How dare you? How dare you? Um, listen, I don't condone bootlegs. Bootlegs kill single parents. It's true there's been a study, but I did listen to an audio of... What was that? I got a text. Uh-huh. Um, I, I listened to a bootleg of the last show before you guys went to London. Oh my gosh. I remember that show. That was an insane, insane. It was insane. And yeah. it's so much emotion. It was the worst day of my life. Well, uh, yeah, it was a it was a very sad, very intense day. It was yeah. like so the amount of time we had to hold after Aquarius and oh all of us just kind of sobbing and chest heaving and just uh-huh. standing there, just taking it all in. It was yeah. it was like a rock concert that night. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think shows like that have gotten crazier now since because that was the first time I've ever experienced that. And now I don't know if you guys have felt this, but a lot of last shows for people, even when people leave companies, and I'm sure Frozen was insane. It was insane. Yeah. It was amazing and crazy. I, I feel, maybe that's yeah. the internet. That's probably the presence of the internet or people I, I don't know, because that, that last show of hair was the first time I'd ever seen it or experienced it. Mm-hmm. And it, I've seen yeah. it. The only thing for me that's compared to it was prom, but that, I mean, the hair in itself, I've never experienced anything like that. Like, uh, remember the Tonys when that screen came up in the opening when, like, Liza Minnelli was walking through? That was amazing. I still get goosebumps. And we saw Brandon freaking out next to me because he had to walk past Liza. In case he, oh, yeah, Brandon lost his mind he about lost Liza. his mind about Liza. Yes, oh my God. I accidentally <laughs> snubbed Liza when we performed. <laughs> I was dancing right next to her, and Theo went down into the audience, and and we were instructed to bring people up, a few people for the opening number, and I brought my kids to the Tony Awards. So Theo went down and got my son Bridger, who was like eight at the time, I think, and he brought up Bridger, and just as I was supposed to kind of jam. With Liza, I turned to her and Theo was there with my son, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So I grabbed my son, and, the li- and Liza was like, no. <laughs> and "You can watch it if you watch the TV." There's the moment where you kind of see her. Go, okay. That's amazing. <laughs> Oops. Well, I, I, it happened. 
I remember being assigned to dance with our choreographer, Carol Armitage. Mm-hmm. And yep. I ran out to her to dance with her. And she went, stop it. <laughs> well, I, remember that. I remember you saying that, Josh. And, we were and like, then I turned to Brian Darcy James, who was nominated for Shrek or something. And he went. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jim Damiano. Just went, <laughs> and I looked down when those three fucking goddamn Billy Elliot kids were dancing with like or some shit. I was like, Fuck. I teabagged uh, Les Moonves during that number. Why not? We had permission. <laughs> yeah. We had permission Before to do it. All. Her consent. <laughs> no. Can you imagine doing hair now? Like the audience oh. would have to like sign forms. Well, first oh, first God, all, I, I used to I used to take steps of people's drinks. We'd all be dead. I, I met people's heads. I mean, I was basically French. Oh, yeah. Every yep. audience member. What did you say, Casey? I was drinking their booze. Yeah. yeah. After intermission, they'd have, you yeah. know, we'd right. like bang on the, well, take it easy, headphones. <laughs> we would bang on the doors and come in and I would full on take their drinks because they were delicious. Now you could never. No, I was not self-conscious, but I was a big So You Think You Can Dance fan and a big Neil Haskell fan. This is so embarrassing. And I voted for him a lot. And then <laughs> he won the lotto. And so he was in the boxes and I was on for Theo. So I was John Wilkes Booth. And I never touched people because I was I always felt very awkward doing that. But I like gave him a hug or something. I was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> Neil, you're not watching this, but my God, I'll pay your bills. In times of love and cholera, I'll pay your rent. Well, those were the times where we could like see someone on audience and hmm, who can I flirt with tonight? Yeah. That person, yeah. Or who can, <laughs> I who can I dangle my junk over tonight? With <laughs> I never thought that. I just did it. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> people ask. People always ask me. Do people ask you like? Well, I don't know. My answer is always hair. It's always hair. Always. Like, what is what is the show that changed your life, or what is your favorite? I said I've had amazing opportunities yeah. in the theater, but it will never be like that for mm-hmm. me. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's untouchable that whole experience. It's it, just like you know, first meeting all of you. Yeah. And this was my first like real big lead in um, a show. I wasn't going to go in for it because I had gone in for so many urban shows and I was told that I was too boy next door. And so mm. and this came up and I wasn't going to go. And Jay was like, well, you have to go. You have to go because it's, it's an audition. Just go. And I was like, but I'm not going to get it. They're going to tell me I'm too squeaky clean. I'm not going to do it. And I walk in and, and I was like, so I'm determined to make this my own. If I'm not going to get it, I'm going to just do whatever. So I was practicing the song in the shower and just, you know, doing everything that I did in the show. And I was like, if I'm going to sing it, I'm going to sing it that way. So that was my audition song. And then they came to me after I got it and said, what you did in the audition, we want you to do in the show. Huh. And I was like, I just threw everything to the wall and it worked. Yeah. So, I, I had a similar thing where I initially turned down the audition because I was like, I'm a fat balding guy. Like, fuck you. I can't even get seen for mama fucking Mia. <laughs> you know, like, what do you want? And then they were like, please just come in. And so I did. And I was like, wish I had a river so long. <laughs> and then I remember meeting Casey at the final callbacks. And like, Casey, like, all of you have magical, powerful gifts 
But your gift is really just like being a caring, loving mom. <laughs> yeah, it really, it like you're just nurturing and loving and sweet. I wasn't a mom then. I was far from a mom then. But you were a mom to me in that moment because I was really? terrified. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I was terrified through all my many, many callbacks as well. Was, really? Yeah. I was, um, I like felt like it should be my gig and I knew I like, could do it but I was very psyched up and scared and like straddling that like excitement of being in the room and also fear and like coming back in over and over and trying to like give them what they wanted I remember Jordan Thaler like called me and like gave me tips which hadn't happened since when I was first starting out in the business and I thought like how caring and generous that a casting director would try to like Mm. you know I could tell he was rooting for me but I was worried I wasn't going to produce what they wanted me to produce and then and then I got to read with Will in my final callback, which is always really? very fun. Yeah. Did you not know that, Gav? No. No. Yeah. Will was in there for yeah. all, the, all the girls that came down to the to the wire for that puppy. Ooh. And I flew yeah. back from LA. I was living in LA and I flew back to New York for the final callback and had to buy a winter coat because it was snowing and freezing. And then I found out like just after I went to Brooklyn Industries and bought a winter coat, I was on the subway platform and I found That's out I got so the And I still <laughs> use that coat. In the winter, it's like a sleeping <laughs> bag. It's the best. It's really interesting. Winter bit, but, um, winter hmm? coat? Isn't that in the lyrics? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Oh, Will, what was your audition like for hair? How did this all work for you? Because you were um, there from like... I was there from the concert. Um, guys, remember the, like, remember the park? Remember the park? Doing <laughs> this show under the stars. <laughs> remember the raccoons? <laughs> yeah. They almost ate you. God, if we heard <laughs> they're hating on us, Will. We heard that. No, it's funny. If you weren't there in the park, I grasp the magic. Show. Yeah, they never really got to meet Diane. Yeah. No. <laughs> you finished the race, you just didn't start it. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. No. Oh. Sorry, welcome. Oh, park. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go in with the masses. Um it was it was the the all call. And um I had done like an ensemble part for the public um the year prior to that, I think. And um so they just called me in to audition. And I'd never met Diane. Um, Oscar Eustace was brand new to the public. He had only done a couple of shows by the time we were doing this concert. And this was his first sort of um, project that he'd dreamed up, I think, to, to, to the way he's put the public on the map. It was his first kind of big, brilliant idea that worked um, commercially. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember thinking, all right, I got to let it rip. So I took my pants off in my audition. And, and I... Yeah, all, I did. All, all the pants, all pants. <laughs> like I didn't. I took off my jeans, and I I had bought a pair of um, American flag boxer shorts. Genius. And I drew like a peace sign over the flag, and so I pulled down my pants, and so that was like joke number one. And then I turned around and I slid them down a little bit, and I slapped my ass cheek. <laughs> so wait you did that in the show you took your pants off in the opening monologue so that had to come from your audition um no i mean that's in the script that's always kind of a thing it was written in just like oh oh Burger takes his pants off so that's why i did it right really got i mean it, i it. imagine it was of sort of not doing that at the audition just because it's an audition and you'd think i'm not gonna take my pants off for an audition um 
But then they didn't give me the car. They called me and they said, okay, you're on hold. Uh, they've offered it to someone. Um, You'll most tell us who that was. <laughs> I have no idea who it was. I don't want to know, but I'm sure, you know, it was someone amazing. And I, and then John Stamos said no. And, I, <laughs> <laughs> and then I got it. So the concert. Three days. We God. thought we were employed for three days or, or for three right. performances. Yeah, turned it into, into years. four years of, yeah. of employment. And it's but see, that's what's crazy is Gav and I and Sasha, mm-hmm. we were coming in when it was already the hot ticket. You know, mm-hmm. we were like, mm-hmm. oh, God, OK, everyone already loves them. We better not screw this up. And, and like, we were excited so when exciting. we heard. Both of your names associated, like when when the rumors started coming. I remember we were going to somewhere. We were on a bus, and both of your names were floating around on the bus. We were like, "What? What? What? What?" Gavin, Casey, I didn't know who you were at that time, Casey Levy. But then, well, I hadn't done a lot. Yeah, what were you doing on a bus? We were going. We were going somewhere for a performance. I think it was like like GMA and the park. Hey guys, let's go on the bus. (laughs) No, but it was it was was great, and and we had you know. We were just That's what buses. we do. We go on buses, we laugh, we get drunk, we get high. <laughs> Same thing I'm doing right now. Hey! Times <laughs> hey. of love and cholera. Uh, I'm getting older now. More edibles. Oh. Ooh. No, I can't. So was that, like, intimidating to come into the show? Um, um, yeah. Intimid- I thought it was intimidating. Uh, I, 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 My audition... I, I was at like a low, not a low point, but a, I I was supposed to be in that Godspell revival the first time that they were going to remember, it. yeah. <clears throat> and then it got canceled because of 2008. And there was a lot of stress around the production of Hair. Do you remember all the articles in the Times saying they don't have their money, it's not going to mm-hmm. happen? And I was like, oh, I've been through this once already. I'll believe it when I'm bowing on opening night. I just don't, I didn't believe it was going to happen. And neither did we at that time. <laughs> Sorry? Neither did we at that time because yeah, we had a lot of conversations about that. Scary. And and hats off to Jeffrey Richards and Oscar Eustace for making all that happen. Oh, all yeah. yeah. And also hats off to them for being so, so brilliant that when we recouped, they gave everyone a check for over a thousand dollars, I think. Every mm-hmm. single person. Yeah. No one who does that. Like for a show with with that wasn't making a ton of money, that's the kind of producing that I'm like. That's classy to say. Mm-hmm. All of us being brought into the theater, everybody like around the board in that theater that worked there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. But I, I remember, um, I remember sadly now it's, I think it's condos or real re, shops that where we rehearsed out at the union square theater. Uh, yeah. And it's yeah. not mm-hmm. exist anymore. I did bat boy there too. And, and just so sad to me when I walked by and I'm like, Oh, what happened to that place? But I'm also grateful because it was like this thing that existed for us and now it's gone and it's it's like a memory. But yeah. I was being in rehearsal for that and the f- first day was Casey and Sasha and I. I'll never forget that day. In the lobby. And I remember- But that like raised lobby thing. Yes, we were yeah. up the stairs and we were standing and it was Nadia, I suppose, teaching us. And I'll never forget uh, hearing Casey sing for the first time. Oh. Me understanding- what true warmth in vocal sound sounds like. It's, oh my it's like, God. It's the needle. Anybody who's heard her sing, I mean, she can scrout really high. That's that's exciting, but it's but the it's that, yeah. that happens right yeah. in here that just Thanks, nobody, guys. nobody sings Mother. like that. 
Yeah. In case you know, I've always Mama. been a fan. Yeah. I've always been a fan. Yeah. I love you. Every time you sing, I cry. I Every single time. Yeah. Oh, I cry. So you we know I'm a cry. And then the next day was us being introduced to the 26 other tribes. And 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 then, for those of you who have ever done a Diane Paula show, these presentations. And it, they're, they're all these, oh my God. It oh my God, I had coronavirus then. Do you remember how sick I was? <laughs> I was the first coronavirus patient back in 2009. And I still had to do my effing character presentation. My presentation was It was a disaster. Everyone was so creative and had like all their bits. And yes. I was fine. For anybody who's watching, it was like a list of things you have to come up with when you do a show with that. And at the time, they had all you had all done them in the park already, so you knew what to expect. I think you were all still crapping your pants. But still, we, yes. we started <laughs> rehearsals on a Tuesday or something, and Friday we had to do our presentations. I didn't know anybody. I didn't. It was. And it, you had to. You had to have a kiss. You had to do a dance. You had to. The best thing about what being alive is this, and the worst. What did you bring to the to the hippie? Yes. Hideout. Yes. Yeah. To to because we were the whole concept was that the show got on a truck and they threw all the stuff from the band from the park and they drove down and they inhabited an abandoned theater and they painted the walls and we took over the theater and, and I was just crapping my pants. And to this day, I count on things I learned from people in that show. And to this yeah. day, I know that Michael James Scott was the one who tied the felt on the mallet that hits the gong. <laughs> you know, like, and, and, and that steel and Paris were responsible uh, for the truck so they could drive it down. And I'll never forget Paris nailing uh, into the wall or Seikon's presentation. Seikon's oh. presentation. Me uh, Megan Lawrence uh, opening the beer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 drinks. <laughs> um, for me, going into the show <laughs> was really terrifying because, like, you know, like I was coming out of a very dark place. I was very scared. I was giving up on the business. And then like all of a sudden, like I'm a swing in a Broadway show filled with people that have been on a pedestal to me. Like all of you, I'd be like, oh, look at their shoes. They wear shoes that look like people that are on Broadway would wear. Look at their hair. They have they wear clothes and jeans like people that have been on Broadway would wear, you know, like that kind of mentality where like I just didn't have self-esteem back then. And so I I was always just faking it. And that presentation day was so scary. Like I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I remember, like, I lost my my best friend, very tragically passed away, like, the year before, and I didn't know what to do. So at the presentation, I was like, oh, this is my best friend, and he's dead, and I brought a picture of him. Ah! You know? Is his name George? Uh, Jorge. Jorge. Jorge yeah. I totally remember that. <laughs> but at the same time, it made everyone, we were on an even mm -hmm. playing field from, from that moment on with that, because we were all... Like terrified to we do were that. All scared together. All scared together. So it was a bonding moment in that way. We all yep. cried together. We were all scared together. We all laughed together. We all. It was. It was just. By the end of the day, I was like, I love these people. I love every single one of these people, and I want to mm -hmm. hang around with them for the rest of my life. Except. It was, <laughs> <laughs> right, thank yeah, you. he he's a little weird, but everyone else was great. Bottom 
Bottom heavy guy. That's what we call it. I mean, somewhere. Oh, God. <laughs> Lord. Oh. oh, absolutely. Remember when we took over the theater and we spent the night? Yeah, we almost. What did we get? We got to like three thirty in the morning. Yeah, we pretty late. Yeah, pretty late. It was so bad because we were keeping the doorman there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you amazing. What do you remember from that night, Will? Um, I remember sitting in a circle and we all went around and did something. Casey, it was Casey's idea. It was. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was so beautiful on the stage. We did. I have it. no recollection of that, but I that sounds like a, I had a magnum of wine that she was drinking straight out of. I was? <laughs> no, Lauren Elder. And oh, yes, that makes sense. Like, hey, Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. hey, Lauren, what's up, girl? <laughs> World Whistler champion. Yeah. Yes. Oh. I remember I remember that night Will saying something that I've quoted a million times of uh, saying, looking at everybody and then looking at me and saying, Gavin and I are old. <laughs> and, and then saying, but we know... This does this will this doesn't exist. What we're having, what this is, this show, this doesn't happen. This is not normal. Yeah. And, and to this day, I'm like, no, it was not normal at all. It yeah. was just it was so fucking amazing. Yeah. That whole experience. Yeah. Night after yeah. night. I feel like I can think about the story you just told about Will saying that in the circle, and I feel like a feeling in my chest mm -hmm. that's like a homesickness that you get when you think of something when you're a kid, like way, 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 way back, one of your first memories, and you like feel it. That's how mm -hmm. I feel about hair and mm -hmm. all of you. And I mean, we've all been, we can tell everybody watching, like we've all been texting, like we have a we have a cast <laughs> group text chain for 10 years yeah. that we yeah. come back to. It's amazing. Like you could be in a meeting or something, and then you come back to your phone and you pick it up and it's like, <laughs> 176 texts and you're like, oh, the hair like, The hair train. <laughs> it has been activated. Yeah. The baby, baby's being born and first mm -hmm. words and Brianna's kid today singing Glitty Clap Gloopy on the And at moments of great pain, us coming together and being, we're there. What do you need? It's, mm -hmm. it's the most, I'm going to say it. I, I love people and all the other shows I've done, but there's something weird about her that that bind, it, it binds people together in that way that I will perish forever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm trying not to sob. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The hard project. Somebody once uh, I told somebody I got hair, and they said that show's going to change your life. Um, and I just remember thinking, yeah, yeah, whatever. And, and it couldn't have been more true. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing about it. It was also it like, remember it was like a really different time on Broadway. That was the first time that social media started being a thing. Yes. And I remember yeah. our, our producers, they had like a social media team and all of us were like, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> what are they asking? And they kept asking us to do like weird things online. And we were like, I don't yeah, know about that. Facebook had been invented, what was it, um, the year, sorry to say, but in the park. <laughs> Someone had said, like, you can post pictures <laughs> on Facebook. And I was like, what's that? And they were like, oh, it's this new social media thing. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> you know, the iPhone had just been it created, like, the year prior to that. Oh so, God, like, all of this stuff was so really old. new. 
So we had no idea what was happening. You know, if we had done this show with all the social media now, it would have been a different experience. But fortunately, we were kind of insulated in a way um, that we didn't have to deal with that so much. Yeah. But it was brand new. Yeah. Brand new. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> but we still, without that, had this reach. That show just, mm-hmm. like, touched people so far and wide. And I think a lot of it was people coming up on, on stage to dance at the end. They just felt like they had ownership. It's like the way when you move to New York from wherever you are, because nobody's from New York, or very few people are. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, this is my city now. Like, I, it's mine. Like I take it. And I feel like that's how people felt about our show. They watched it. We interacted with them, but then they got on stage at the end and they were like mine. Yeah. Like I will never forget this. I was part of this. How many times when you're doing shows of people like coming up to you and say, I danced with you on stage. Do you remember I was there and I I came Mm -hmm. up and talked about blank, blank and blank. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I wish I had a brain that could remember every (laughs) single person, but no. Right. Because it was so impactful to them to be there. And I, you know. Yeah. Just about everybody that mentions that they saw the show to me adds at the end of it. I saw the show. You grabbed my hair or you touched my arm mm-hmm. or you, I drank or I danced with you on stage. Almost every single person adds that on the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got around. If you saw hair, Will touched you. Well, you were very popular. I during when I was a swing, I remember being outside at intermission, and uh, Meg Ryan was outside with somebody, being like that Will Swenson, and I like (laughs) ran up to her dressing room, and I was like, "Yo, Will, (laughs) Ryan's outside," being like, "Will Swenson, this," and you were like, "Go get her," and I was like, "Nope, I'm on my way to the swing floor. Have a good show. See you when I'm on." I've got things to watch. I've got an underwear party to go to. (laughs) (laughs) I heard about the swing floor. It was dirty. Oh, the swing floor. 25th Street, that's right. (laughs) Named after The shenanigans, the absolute shenanigans that got on the swing floor. Y'all, those of you, if anyone's out there watching right now, you have to know (laughs) that the real dirtiness, the real debauchery, the real hippie. On that the sixth floor, <laughs> at the sixth floor, all the way up there. If you got that high, you were going there. They did <laughs> naughty things. How dare you? And then sometimes and Josh, Josh, pop up and visit, and then you come back and then you come down. You'd be like, "Ooh, I was up on the sixth floor. I was on one twenty fifth Street. <laughs> That's what we call one hundred twenty fifth Street. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened to that massage table? <laughs> don't, don't, don't get a UV light out from there. Don't get a light burn or what's the Broadway flea market? Who knows? Burned, they burned it. Oh, PT. Oh, PT. <laughs> Darius, I was really lucky in the sense that, like, I got to do with the show with you in New York. And in New York, you were like a big brother to me in the sense that. I don't know, like I, you were just always there for me because I was so young and going through so many emotions and you got it. And, uh, but then we went on the road together. Yes, had a ball, had a ball. Yeah. The road was something different too, you know, that the every iteration of every, you know, process of the, of the show was just like another layer of fantastic experience, you know, from you know, the initial three days and the park experience 
then the Broadway, then London, the West End was a, like the, this big cherry on top of the cake. And then the tour, like every time. And I had to do another presentation each time. So I got to go deeper and deeper with the character each time oh, yeah. because I had to find another layer to present with each presentation. So by the time I left the show, I was like, I know this person inside and out, backwards and forwards, everything. So he, he stays with me. And that's what I take away from the show is that that character stays with me and helped me get through a lot of tough times in life and helped me celebrate a lot of great things in life as well. And I just love that experience and the relationships that I had with each and every one of the characters, you know, people with script names and people with made up names. It was a relationship with each and every one of these characters, um, new ones that came through the tour, new ones that came to us in London. There was a whole new family that just kind of was enveloped in this whole big family of hippies. So it's immense. It went from 30 people to like 110, mm-hmm. you know. So it's, it's this wonderful family of this 2009 presentation. And I hold it right here. I've seen you all do performances that... Um, are like you know just it, it it reminds me of why i do why why i ever wanted to do this you know me too josh watching me, these, these me three mm-hmm. same thing mm-hmm. you know? um yeah. but there's one that i want to bring up about you darius uh uh gavin you weren't you weren't there that this night but remember maybe two years ago we did that uh lincoln center we we yeah. revived it again yeah. for one yeah. night or whatever that was. The 50th anniversary? Yes. And Darius, you went up to do, you got up as HUD to do your monologue. And Trump fucking Tower was behind you. And viewers, I love you all, and you know I don't get political on my show, but right now in times of love and cholera, (sighs) wake up. But Darius, it was behind you. Yeah. And it it started with Will. Will did it first, you know, and Liberty's, uh, you know, daughter, you know, and he had that moment. I I was like, oh, God, oh, God, I started welling up. I was like, oh, because I could feel what you were going through, too, Will, and having to stand there and say that as well. And so that just, you know, it kind of fed into what I was feeling that, you know, we thought that this song, especially my song, was something about history, that it was in the past. Right. And all of a sudden, the past came crashing down to us in the present. And I had to stand there and sing that song again, knowing that those words were now being uttered again. Right. A song that was on its way to becoming ironic. Yes. No longer. Yeah. So. Mm. Crazy thing, because we did the show in the era of Obama. Yes. And it mm. meant something different. And then all of a sudden that night, the show meant something different. Yeah, Darius, the president of the United States of Love, used to get an amazing reaction because it was about Obama. Mm-hmm. And then to do it again, to do it again with Trump Tower in the background was just, it was, it was a gross juxtaposition of emotions. Yeah. Yeah. So, yet we were all in it together again, lifting each other up. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have done it. Will, I know you couldn't have done it. And if, if we weren't standing there behind you supporting each other, 
Right. Mm-hmm. That's what we did that night again, once again, lifted each other up. Yeah, we had to do something important in London, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I was in Hello Dolly. I couldn't get oh, out of right. Oh, oh, right. Oh, yeah. right. That's what it was. Yeah. I also <laughs> learned that night that I'm too old to be in hair. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> We were jumping around like we were kids again, and it was like next morning it was like, no, <laughs> no, nope. never again. Oh God! Oh, like I'm not twenty-seven anymore. A, no, there's now a plaque in front of Lincoln Center that's like, never again will that woman be in hair. <laughs> this will never happen again, and let this remind you. Oh God. The stretching that's involved in doing shows now. The stretching, the icing, the PT. Oh, right? God. <laughs> the therapy. Oh. The surgery. I've got a, I've got a new surgery for every show I do. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I, I literally, I, it's insane. I, I don't know how, and I, I still feel in here, like I did when I walked into the Al Hirschfeld Theater. I still feel. Of course. But then yeah. I up. I went and saw Mary Poppins in London when I was doing Waitress just now, and I saw Charlie Stemp, who was who played. We he played Barnaby after Taylor left on Broadway, so and he is first of all he can like do the he can touch his toe you know he can do things that I can do. But the majority of the choreography was the same stuff that I did when I was in Mary Poppins over there, and I watched at the first act. And I was like. How did I ever do that? And then when I got up to go to the bathroom, I was like, ow, 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 ow. I, I can't even sit in a theater for I don't feel like I'm that old. But my my back hurt, my knees hurt. I was like, this is bad. Yes. But serious. But that, 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 they call it doctor theater. It's like sometimes you, you get up and you're like, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. And then you get up and you're like, and then you come off stage and everybody goes, how did you do that? I said, talk to me tomorrow morning. Cause I'm not going to do it again. Right. You know, but it is like magic or whatever it is. My agents are like, do you want to audition for this? And I'm like, what floor is the dressing room on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's 20 minutes reading. I'm like, what more is a dressing room? Or, or I used to, I used to read scripts, and I would, I would count, I would, count, I would like look at a script, and I'd be like, oh, I'm not on that page. I'm on this page. I'm on this page. I'm on this page. And now I read scripts. I'm like, oh, I'm on this page. Oh, <laughs> it's like, how much time do I have off? Yeah. Stage? How long is my pee break? Do I have to change backstage, or can I get back to my dressing room? How many costume changes? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh. Act one, or am I just in Act two? Yes. Do they talk about me in Act one, and then I just come in in Act two? Right. Oh, those are golden. Sign me up for that one. Yeah, we're yeah. we're officially elderly, y'all. Is oh, there an intermission, or it's just nine? I'll do it. Oh, oh yeah. ninety minutes. All shows should be ninety minutes. Yeah, I said it. You're here. Oh my yeah. Speaking of shows, Casey, I'm so excited that Carolina Change is yeah. coming in the fall. Me yes. too. I'm so happy. They it's got in touch with us. One of my favorite shows of all time. Oh my God. It's such a beautiful show. And this production is really special. Really did you get, haven't even done a preview yet? Or had you done one preview? No, we were about to do our invited dress rehearsal. Oh. And we were doing our second full pass that oh. afternoon when, when like the article started breaking. And it's funny, the night, I think that was a Thursday. So on Wednesday, we did our first run through that night in tech. And, um, 
I kept saying to everybody, take it, take your stuff home in case we don't come back here tomorrow. Cause all of us were on like high alert, like the rest of the country and the rest of Broadway. And, um, and then when we came in, we were like, Oh, maybe it's going to be okay. And then of course it wasn't. Yeah, and, um, but we knew that like, we knew right away, Todd Hames is amazing. And everybody ran about, it. I've never worked for them before. This is my first time that they um, are super transparent and like super um, present in the room. And they came right over from the Broadway league meeting directly to speak to all of us and said, this is happening. We just don't know when or how exactly. Obviously we'll see how all of this pans out. So when they got in touch and said it was going to be postponed and that they'd be announcing it today, um, I felt really good about it because it is something like Sharon who plays Caroline is so, so special. Mm. And it's also a show that I've loved for a really long time and never got to see on Broadway. So I'm very, very grateful to be part of it. Mm. Girl, when I was living in New York, uh, like the first few years, I was working three jobs. It was horrible. I would go to work at like four in the morning with my uh, CD, you know, like Walkman. Mm -hmm. And I would listen to Carolina Change because I couldn't afford my rent. And Mm -hmm. I don't know why I thought that I identified as like a single black mother (laughs) trying to raise a bunch of kids. Makes sense. But I'd be like, take Joshua away. I can't afford him. Um, And yes, I'm an incredible Caroline. It's a racially insensitive production, but my cats think I'm great. <gasps> I can't breathe. Anyway, I'm obsessed with the show. I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> and if you ever want to like call me and be like, that's extra food. Oh my gosh. You I'm can. constantly back in my apartment being like, <laughs> it's like the antithesis of singing Frozen. It's like going from Frozen. Oh. It's so dissonant. I mean, I have a good ear, but it took me a minute for all of those. Uh, Right? My, every entrance is like, ah! like, like a really weird blue note. One so, day, yeah. thing it just like Elsa would though. Just trying to be friendly. Just trying to be a friend. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, oh my. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so when we're having our invited dress, now that I know how passionate you are, I'm inviting you. So you, you gotta come to the invited dress. But don't judge me because I need like a week of previews before I want to really come. Two two <laughs> Speaking of in emoji land, um oh god. I would I have this, I don't know, I would just fuck around a lot. Not talking, but I improvised. <laughs> and there was this part where I was like seducing a guy, but he's a man baby, much like Eric, <laughs> Gavin Creel's son. Um, yeah. But Aaron. instead of being like, you know, let's go fuck, I'd be like, let's go to my room and listen to Carolina Tate. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about him. Hi, hey, Eric. Eric. You love Eric. I, I forgot about I Eric, too. Characters, my friends. What was your favorite camp to go to, Eric? Well, well, listeners, my my friend uh, Lucas calls it spirit now, and like because I'll just do my bits, and it doesn't matter if you're in the mood or not. Like I'm doing my bit, (laughs) and you're a part of it. Like you're just past. And my friend Lucas will be like, "Spirit, can I talk to Josh now?" (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) 
So Eric, his name's Eric Equality for Cats Krill. And he's nervous. And he was adopted by Gavin Krill at Broadway Barks for Orphans. <laughs> and during the trip, when we would all be dead on stage, I'd be near Gavin and I'd go, Dad, <laughs> it's me, Eric. Guys, don't worry, I'm not dead. I'm just in costume. My son, my my, oh my son. God. to the point now where uh, I will literally do that to other people. I'll, I'll, I'll on stage in the middle of a show. I do Eric my own. I'll just I'll like if I'm on a stage with, with Casey, I'll just be like Casey. I'm on Broadway. We're on Broadway. Like to this day, I will like literally just break character and be you like, never you know, with the Sarah Bareilles? I don't think I did that to her. I did other like, things. Give me the tasty pie. That's it. That's me. Yeah, the stuff we get up to on stage that people have no idea. Well, hopefully, they have no. No, idea. Well, no that's the that's the fun. You can yeah. have fun, but no one can know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's and that's, that's the skill. You go, Darius. You go. No, no, I'm saying that that's the skill of being a beautiful Broadway performance that you're able to hide your shenanigans inside or, of your show. Or you're able to actually hide, which is what I did after I was dead as Fontaine and I had to come back and be peeling some potatoes on the barricade. So Will and Ramin are out there acting up a storm and I'm literally in the, what's it called? Really? Barricade. Hiding on people, scaring the living hell out of people. <laughs> Mainly Terrence. I would actually get myself, I would like squeeze my body into the smallest dark. I mean, that show was very dark, lit, darkly lit. And I would get into like the tiniest place and then jump out at somebody <laughs> during, during Ramin and Will, like actually being professionals. So sometimes you hide that way and oh, you, you break the rules. And I'm going to take a sip of with her Olivia Pope wine glass. Yeah, that's right. It is Olivia Pope. Nice. Will Listen. have you ever done anything naughty on stage? Me? Can you say that again. Will I asked him if he's been naughty on stage? Will? Of course he has. Never. What are you talking about? Well, I know he has, but <laughs> he wants to hear well, a story. Nothing, I want a story from Uncle Will. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we all do. Um, yeah. I, I can't think of a story. You're a monster. <laughs> if my show goes off the air, it's your fault. You're the <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. Anything? What's that? Will doesn't have any good story. I know you've got you've got to. I can't I can't think of one right now. He's your resume is long, Will. <laughs> For such a good actor, you are shit at lying right now, dude. <laughs> What are some fun fucking things that went wrong during hair? Gavin's screw up is one of the best of all time. Gavin's was amazing. Wait, what? Oh, I don't remember. Oh. He went to the white room. I yeah. just walked forward and put my arms out like I was Jesus. Oh, yeah, like this. And, and Will like, and I just started screaming. We couldn't help him. And nobody. And it was. I thought it was a vamp. It's a vamp, so I can go. And I was like, it's not a vamp. It's like thirty-two bars, and all I hear is Will's the first one, and then Casey. Everyone on like the eight minutes of 
for like 32 bars. Just five minutes and then. Oh God! Spider web. I think you. I think in the middle of something you went spider. No. Because I knew there was something about singing our space songs on a spider web sitar, but that wasn't my verse. That was your verse, Casey, wasn't it? You didn't say spider. Yeah, that's my I was like spider. <laughs> oh my god! I don't remember that, but that's amazing. Oh, second verse, the entire second verse. Before I was like, I feel like I can. Oh god, you guys! I saw somebody sent me a clip of that online, and I, I've never seen the show since. And I cried. I like saw that moment, and I was like, Oh my god, that moment was so electric because we're all together and. Mm-hmm. That night we were all together, and then people, people, all I saw was the backs of people like caught, <laughs> shaking, laughing, and I was like, "Thanks a lot, everybody!" I oh yeah, we dying. totally we didn't have your back at all. There's nothing we could do. No, there was nothing. There was one time. We there was one time in London when Steel. I think it was London when Steel was on for you, Will, or maybe it was right after you had left, uh-huh. and he had. T- I don't quite remember the timing, but. I thought he dropped a line, which was the pickup line into easy to be hard. And I thought he didn't say, I hate yellow. And we were st- like doing our standoff. And he was supposed to say, I hate yellow, rip the shirt and walk off stage. And then easy to be hard would start. And he didn't say it. And I was like, this fucking guy. <laughs> I'm just going to st- I'm just going to stand here. I'm going to stand here and wait for him to say his line. And I, st- and we stood <laughs> And stared at each other for like a solid 30 seconds, like a very long time for silence, especially in hair, the musical.com. And <laughs> then at the end of the silence, I realized that I hadn't said the line that prompted him to say, I hate yellow. <laughs> and so I was like, like, this fucking girl. I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was a bad one. Oh. Um, because the I felt very the entitled. Kick in the face is a is a major one. The kick in the face was a good one. Because yep. the only <laughs> you were the in the house that night was Nicole, who's black. So the first act was right, <laughs> like Casey, and the second act, <laughs> in the middle of the second act, we're like, how do we make this story make any sense? Because we can't just put a blonde wig on her and make her sure can. like Stacy. So nope. we, her name was Zoe. So we start. We're calling her Zoe, but like that is uh, one of the greatest stories ever. I, I was messing that. around. I did that to myself. I went down to hang out with Gavin. I went from upstage to downstage <laughs> to hang out with Gavin and John Moore. I was doing paddle turns with his hands like this, just paddle turns, and went. <laughs> because I ran into his hand. He did it wasn't his fault. Blood. Blood. I had a cousin from Canada that was at the show that night that followed me to the emergency room. Oh, there was an ambulance. Oh. It was a lot. And then Zoe sang Starshine, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. Show, right. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing was like the romance between those <laughs> Yeah, you were like forcing them together. Day. And we're like, why is he pushing this girl? <laughs> Look like Linda from Long Island is like they're hippies, hon. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) There's no real plot, anyways. Oh, I totally forgot about that night. But Darius, yours was amazing. Yours when you when you're absolutely absolutely beautiful. That's still one of my favorite moments of the entire. Do you remember that? No. 
Did I, did I, what happened? Really? No, I don't remember. You at you were ad-libbing the abs fucking, you were like looking at everybody, abs, but you forgot the lootly abs fucking beautiful, which I, just made us all die laughing. I have no memory of that. But it was the best. It was like one of my happy moments. All of you. I mean, that was the that was the best thing about hair is we were all just in a semicircle watching our friends yes. do like bits, and we could just laugh at whatever happened, and they it's had my to do turn. it. Your turn. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Josh, did you ever have any crazy moments when you were on? Not really. Um, Josh, you're always brilliant. No, I mean. You it were, was though. it was scary for me. Like I was always really concerned about being exactly where everybody was, which was impossible because it's hair. And then I was really concerned about being like, if I'm on for Anthony, I have to be just like Anthony, but I'm not like Anthony at all. And if I'm Theo, then I have to be like, just like Theo, but I'm not like <laughs> Theo at fucking all. And then eventually I was like, bitch, just be you. And I found me and it was fun, but, um, it was more just like Broadway bootcamp for me. But, um, by the end of it, like it was the best experience of my life. I made some of my closest friends. Like mm. I, I, we, we don't ever see each other face to face very often, but there is nothing that I wouldn't do for any of you. I, I feel that. I know, I know that. Yeah. Of any day at any time, no matter if we were best friends during the run or if we were just like friends during the run. Mm -hmm. um, and besides prom, no other show I've ever, you know, it's like they, there aren't many shows that are like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we had, so much interaction with the musicians, which is unusual for a show too, that we got to play with the musicians as well and become friends with them. And they were characters in the play as well because they were right there and accessible to us. So seeing them up there, gesturing to them and, you know, it was great. Yeah. A whole big family on stage, despite we, the sound <laughs> issues. <laughs> we had Bernard Purdy on drums. I mean, Bernard. Very drummer playing Broadway. And, you could always tell when he'd had a steak for dinner. He <laughs> would lay back and we'd be like, boom, 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 boom. And Nadia's at the piano trying to like. <laughs> but he would have his eyes closed. He would close his eyes. So he would have an excuse. Depending on what Birdie was feeling. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was whatever show. And then sometimes it would be frustrating, but then you just remind yourself it's Purdy on the drums. When are, ever, when are we ever going to be in this situation yeah, ever again, yeah. having like a legend like that? You we know? went on Letterman and he, and he he played the rehearsal just fine. And then we went on Letterman for the taping and he was like, doom, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was the fastest it would ever was ever, ever on Letterman. Ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fell off the top of the hippie hideaway Who? to the ground. Who? Yep. Yep. It was bad. I fell, I don't know what I was doing up there. It was in London and I fell and Andrew Cober witnessed the entire thing and it was mortifying. Oh my gosh. Off the back or the front? The side? The side, like in between Nadia and, you know, oh, that little like that steps ladder. that you go up the, yeah. the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the little steps, a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> that I, I think I missed, I think I was climbing down and I missed, my foot missed it and I just... 
Oh, so that was a that was fun, but I was you know twenty something, so I was just like, we I'm okay. Like I just back up. I, I was injuring you constantly in that show, Casey. Yes, you were rough. You were rough. I know. That, it was your character. It was my character. It, it was. There was a verb created. People would say I got burgered because I was such a loose cannon, sort of, and encouraged. In my defense, I was encouraged to be that kind of yes. a loose cannon. You had license. But yeah. Because I was the variable, I was the one that was constantly bumping into people and causing bumps and bruises. And you were just full out. That's what was so good about it. it but but it yeah, it was it was a lot. <laughs> you remember? Well, this is the thing that the uh, the uh, existing cast members didn't really tell us. But when we were staging the show for the Hirschfeld and being. Like, oh, so somebody can make an entrance from the back of the balcony. I mean, oh, I'll do that. That sounds amazing. And all the rest of the cast is like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'm thinking it'll be so fun. And then realizing I had to climb all the way up to the back of the thing, the stairs and everything. And, and then the cast, when we got into previews and we're like, they're like, mm-hmm, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I made an entrance. Oh, I guess, I guess I had to make an entrance as Claude during the BN. But I had to go through the I had to go through the dressing room upstairs and in the back, and then there was a door at the back of the balcony. Mm-hmm. I remember just being so grateful that no one warned me about that. Oh about saying, being energetic and so, oh, I, does anybody want to cover that? And why isn't anybody saying anything? I'll be a team player. I'm new here. <laughs> when I had to go on for fuckers that I during the hair that it would have yeah. to climb the goddamn ladder and go into the mezzanine. You think I was singing? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was horrific. No, you get a pass. You don't have to sing on those. Yeah. Moments. No. You guys. Well, we had no pit fingers, right? We had no no so, pit fingers. We had no pit fingers. We had the we twenty fist tweet. There was another show going on up there. That was all us live and in person, breathiness and all. My oh. friends, um, I really love you all so much, and I'm really grateful that we're all still in our lives. I've I've learned from you all so much, and um, my only regret about, like, the hardest thing about doing this is that we we don't have a service that could host all of us. No, no, all three of us. Yeah, that's the only shitty thing, but um. I love you all. And um, for everybody that tuned in tonight, thank you so much. Um, if you would like, uh, you can go to bpn.fm slash donate to support the Actors Fund. If you'd like to support our show, it's um, www.patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway. And um, thank you all so much for being a part of my life, for being a part of the Broadway community. And for, um, I don't know, just fucking being my sunshine all the time. I love you guys. Hey, everybody, keep the faith. It's going to be a minute, but just keep the faith. I'm having a hard time with it. I'm practicing. But it's uh, if this show taught us anything, it's that community is everything and mm-hmm. connection is everything. So, so thank yeah. you for bringing us together tonight. And hopefully people out there are feeling... There, there's a lot of feelings, a lot of sadness, a lot of loneliness, whatever, but just know that we're still all out here and don't give up. Yeah. Perfectly said. Perfectly yeah. said. Love you guys. Miss you. Love, Love you guys you. so much. Forever family. Yep. Yeah, always. 
Josh Swallows Broadway is produced by Alan Seals, Dory Berenstein, and myself, Josh Lehman, with associate producer Elizabeth Wheelis. And special thanks to our Patreon producers, David Rimmer and Josh Harris. You can join them. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway. Leave a rating. Leave a review. I read them. This is how I continue living. Help me live. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for keeping Broadway alive. And swallow you soon. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There is enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.